Yeah, we ask that you show up however you want to show up today. We know that if you're not here, this is a waste of our time. So thank you for being here. You promise that you are. We bless how you want to move, however that looks, and whenever you want to do it. We let go of our expectation of what that looks, sounds, and feels like. And we just bless whatever you have going on. Yeah, Lord, you're good. We bless you. Still stands. Great is your faith. 
shoes you never wear You've never fed And you never will Keep showing us that we can trust you You keep showing us that we can trust you You keep showing us that we can trust you, Lord I see you move, you move the mountains I believe, I'll see you do it again You made a way where there's no way I believe, I'll see you do it again I see you move, you move the mountains And I believe I see it do it again. You made a way where there is no way. And I believe I see it do it again. 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 And I believe I see it do it again. You made a way where there was no way. And I believe I see it do it again. See it do it again.
I'm going to stay in this moment for just a second before we move forward. Uh, Ingrid had something to share, and I'll just I'll just say that that this is an important moment right here. What we're declaring God's intervention and faithfulness to us, but there may be those among us who you feel like I'm not sure God did intervene for me. And do you know that you don't need to be ashamed of that feeling? Um, in fact, the very thing we get to do with those things, because God's a lot bigger than us. There's things he's up to that we don't understand. And in the, in the interim, it definitely can feel like he dropped the ball. Anybody felt that way before? <laughs> yeah. So, so Ingrid's encouragement was, and I agree with her, that don't, don't plaster over that. The thing to do is, that's your prayer. He is not in the least bit insecure. And to say, God, I feel like you dropped the ball on this. Can we talk about this? So that when you and he can have this conversation, I, I, I felt this way. God, I thought you were going to do this and you didn't like I thought you would. And most of what I found now that I'm 51 years old is I just hadn't lived long enough to see what he was up to. You know what I'm saying? And he moves at a different pace. So be, let, let's just take a moment. If you felt that disappointment, there's no shame in this. That, that's the very point of intimacy with God. If you could trust him into that space, let's just do that right now. If you trust him into that space and invite him and be honest with him, no, he's not gonna he's not gonna shame you or kick you out. He's like, I've been waiting to have this conversation for a long time with you. And just have that conversation, Lord. Thank you that you're winning trust in hearts right now.
So make this invitation. If you want to just risk and trust with God, and that's what faith always is. It's always a risk. We don't have this. We don't have control. (laughs) Could we gently try to sing these words to God, even if we're working through this thing, that I have seen you move mountains. Even in my disappointment, I've had to admit, okay, God did do stuff for me. He did come through. And then that next phrase, I believe I'll see you do it again. Ooh, I can feel the presence of the Spirit on this. The Lord is going to be so deeply moved by your heart if you just trust Him to see these, sing these words the best you know how. You don't have to have good emotions. And just entrust, sing it to Him. Sam, would you lead us in that phrase again, please? Lord, we know you're faithful, even when we don't feel it. Lord, we know you're faithful, even when we don't feel it. Lord, we know you're faithful. Lord, we know you're faithful, 
There's something so beautiful of the realization that we can't do any of this on our own. Um, we, we can't even remember he's faithful without his help. Um, yeah, so Lord God, we're just grateful for that. Um, even as we go into this next song, it's a prayer asking Lord, the Lord if he would be glorified everywhere in our lives, in our hearts, in the earth. We can't do that ourselves either. So we pray it. So Lord Jesus, we pray. Yeah, we pray, Lord, that you um, would do what you do. Yeah, we pray that you, Lord, would do what only you can do. That you would build up our faith. That you would build up our trust. That you would remind us of your faithfulness. That you would glorify your name in everything. You'd glorify your name in our hearts, in our lives, in this city, in this country, in the world, Lord Jesus. Yeah, we love you. Yeah, so we come to you in humility asking you to do what only you can do, Lord. Adore 
magnify your name in all the
Jesus, just lift up his name. Yeah, you're so good, Jesus. There's no one else like you. You alone are king. Glorify your name in all the earth. Glorify your name, Jesus. You worthy of it all. You worthy of it all. For from you are all things. To you are all things. You deserve the glory. You
Jesus, you're worthy. Confession time for a minute, if I can be completely honest. I have an easy time thinking of the glory and the awe and the wonder of God. I can think of the galaxies and the shooting stars, and I can think of the fall colors, and I can think of beauty, and I can imagine a God who could create all of that. I've got no problem believing in a God who can move mountains. No problem in believing in a God who can part seas and raise the dead. I have no problem believing in a creator who created all of this. I have a hard time believing that he could care about me. That he could actually care about what I face Monday morning about the wounds in my heart that are so petty and small, right? But I think, I, when I was bringing this to God, I was saying this in worship, I, you know, I, I, have, I can believe in your glory, I can believe in your wonder and your awe and your strength as a creator. It's hard for me to believe that you actually care about my little things. And then I remembered that the one who told us that faith as small as a mustard seed could move mountains, who was that? Jesus Christ. So when he was talking about mountains, he was talking about the same mountains I see, right? God came down and put on flesh and walked around in dirt like I do and felt the pains I feel and understood what petty heart wounds are. Also, he could say to me from my perspective, not God's perspective, he could say it to me from where I was and say, you see that mountain that you face? I can move that. You see, all of scripture, when you look at it from the Jesus perspective, when you take Jesus and you look back at the entire arc of scripture, it is God proving to us not just that he's the creator, not just that he's mighty and that he's better and bigger than all the other gods, but that he actually cares about us. The whole arc of scripture is there to prove to us that he cares. And that sometimes is the miracle we miss. We take a scripture like, if you have faith as small as a mustard seed, you could say to this mountain, be removed. And we start thinking, okay, so how do I get faith as small as a mustard seed? Because I want to be someone who can move mountains. And we miss the fact that it is God in the flesh standing next to us that told us that. God, the biggest miracle has already happened that God in the flesh is standing here looking at your mountains with you. He's seeing the same troubles that you see today. God is. And he's saying, look, one way or another, your mountains are my mountains. Do you understand that? Your mountains are God's mountains. And he's walking with you. And his feet have tread the same ground yours have. Walked through the same mountain passes. So whenever God didn't move a mountain, he walked it with you. 
Jesus, your presence is here because you want us to know that you are here and that you're seeing the same things we are and you're feeling the same things we are. So Jesus, we believe that you can move mountains and we believe we'll see you do it and we believe even more, even bigger, that you have already come to stand next to us today and say, whatever tomorrow holds, I go through it with you. I go through it with you. You are not alone. Jesus, thank you. Thank you that I'm not alone. Thank you that whatever I face, I'm not alone. When my mom passed years ago, um, one of my daughters, while she was still sick, had prayed this prayer, and she said to me in the van, she said, we're driving, and she said, um, I believe God's going to heal Nana. I think God told me he was going to heal Nana. She was eight or nine at the time. Two days later, Nana died, and I said, don't do that, God. Don't do that. Sure, test my faith, but not my daughter's. If you told her you were going to heal Nana, or if you haven't let her believe that, and then you took her, why did you do that? And I can tell you that today, the same daughter has a vibrant belief and walk with Jesus Christ because Jesus walked through that with her she was never alone never alone that is the faithfulness of God and that is a work I couldn't have done I could imagine him miraculously healing my mom. I could not imagine. It was beyond my imagination to believe that he could walk an eight or nine-year-old little girl through a crisis of faith, through an existential issue, and take her all the way into believing even stronger and even more in the presence of Jesus in trouble. So, this morning, welcome to the presence of Jesus, right? Yeah, welcome to Believer's Church, too, but welcome uh, to the presence of Jesus and in the people sitting next to you. And if you could look at them this morning, if you could tell them, if you could make them feel a little less alone, remind them that they're not alone in what they face. You could say, your mountains are my mountains, all right? Good morning. Say good morning to each other.